We got Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless and all these sports people talking about championships and basketball. This, this is rap. Y'all out y'all jurisdiction. You can't save them. Welcome to Around the NBA with Chris and Eric. I'm Blazerland and Rip City 2's Chris Craig. And I'm from Anacortes, Washington, and my name is Eric Milligan. This is episode number 39. It's a special one. We have Eric's brother, Jeffrey, on later as a guest. Yep. We have... We have uh, news and highlights. We have uh, games from last week. We have uh, we're gonna look at my predictions for the rest of my predictions for the regular season to see how I ended. Yeah. On that, we're gonna look at the playoff picture. Uh, we're gonna I'm gonna uh, play some predictions? playoff predictions. Uh, yeah. Jeffrey's gonna share his playoff predictions and some other predictions. I'll share my playoff predictions. Uh, then of course we have. Uh, Streak Finder, Streak yes, Finder. Yes, I and, bought uh, Streak Finder. I bought awesome. Streak Eric Finder. It. So we're gonna we're getting back to Streak Finder. Eight dollars a month, so we can do Streak Woo. Finder with you guys. Man, hope that's worth it. Uh, <laughs> listener questions, and of course, at the end of the podcast. So here we go. And uh, starting with... one second before you go, just pour, remind you guys, yeah. I am now in Washington. And we yes. are in the same time zone. So we're in, the North, yeah, we're in the Pacific Northwest. We are all in the Pacific Northwest. My brother, I'm in the same uh, house as my brother. So you'll, uh, he's just upstairs for me when uh, we bring him on later, later this show. All right. So here we go. News and highlights. Russell Westbrook will miss at least the first two games of the Rockets playoff series versus the Thunder with a strained quadriceps muscle. So that might make the Houston Rockets better. It does. <laughs> I love rooting for Westbrook to fail because he like goes. He tries to be the hero and he can't be, and it's so I, beautiful. Yeah, I, yeah really, I saw. That I really West, wish it was Westbrook versus his former team. It's sad that he's not in this series. Yeah, I was watching the game against the Spurs uh, without Harden, and uh, Westbrook was trying to play some hero ball, and it was terrible. Oh, it was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, more injury up news here. Joel Embiid injured his right hand what? in Wednesday's loss to the Raptors. What? He left in the first half and did not return. MRI, MRI scans showed no serious damage to his hand. Oh, it's God. unclear uh, if he'll return for the first game of the playoff series against the Celtics. Oh, wow. Um, he had just returned after injuring his ankle playing against the Blazers. Yes. yes this guy cannot stay healthy. He cannot no. stay healthy. No. Man, it's just one thing after this guy's falling apart. It's like it, it's like he's there, Greg Oden. He's yep. just falling apart. Yeah. Uh, man, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo was suspended for the Bucks' last regular season game against the Memphis Grizzlies after headbutting Wizards forward Mo Wagner. I guess that kind of helps the Blazers in an odd way. I think it I mean, did because uh, otherwise I think we would have been playing the Suns. Yeah. Because we then we would have been playing the Suns and that would have been bad. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. So, I mean, NATO Suns, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, the Celtics have extended the contract of head coach Brad Stevens, and the Pacers have extended the contract of head coach Nate McMillan. Uh, since August 5th, when the last results were released, again, no players out of the 342 tested have come back positive Amazing. for COVID-19. The bubble remains intact. Amazing. Again, good to hear. Uh, the NBA has announced though it will allow players on teams who make the second round of the playoffs to have up to four guests 
guests must undergo the same quarantine procedures as the players did before any interactions inside the bubble. The soonest guests can possibly clear quarantine is August 31st. Guests must be family members, verifiably close longtime friends, private security, or family child care providers. The players are not allowed to choose as guests trainers, physical therapists, chefs, chefs, hairstylists, tattoo artists, business partners, agents, acquaintances, persons the player has never met in person, friends by association, or those known by the player only through social media or by reputation. So they're being very strict. They're making sure this bubble stays intact. They're doing what they have to do. That's good. Oh, wait, didn't they say something about kids under the age of 32, in, under a height of 32 inches or something like that? I did not hear that part. And I was like, I didn't understand what the height thing was about. Here, I'm looking that up. Um, uh, in the NBA, there was some height requirement, and I couldn't I figure out what that. the height. I mean, you're my official news and highlights guy. Um, Friends and lays out ground rules. You're my news and highlights guy, and you didn't hear it, but I swear, let me find it. Uh, some players. I swear I heard something where the children had to be a certain height, and I had no idea what they were talking about. Interesting. Um, sure it wasn't like a certain age or something? No, it was a height for some bizarre... Weird. I swear I'm not making this up. I have to find this. <laughs> height... Four, I'm Googling children in NBA bubble. My goodness. <laughs> I'm telling you. what. Here it, it is. Here it is. Here it is. NBA bubble. Yeah. The Disney jumped right out of the NBA memo and gave a height requirement. The 32 inches sparked a wild debate on Twitter. The NBA is allowing children 32 inches and below into the bubble. Wide height. I can see age maybe. Maybe they go 10 and below or whatever. 32 Maybe, inches and below, so only little kids. Because they're very short, and it's harder for them to maybe give, if they have coronavirus, to pass it along to tall, very tall players. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I feel sad for, like, the 33-inch kid well, who thought he was going to get to go. That's a bummer. Right? And some of their kids are probably a little bit older, and they probably are over 32 inches. So it's like, man, that's a that's an interesting restriction by the NBA there. Did it have anything to do with, like, what rides they can wear, or I mean, what rides they could ride. Well, they can't. They they're can't not going to be allowed to go on the rides. They're not right? allowed to go on the rides. Anyway. They better yeah. not. Which is kind maybe, of a bummer for kids going to Disney World. Maybe they thought the that kids under thirty-two inches can't go on the rides, so they don't have to worry about them skipping off. Oh, maybe. Interesting. Children don't count as long as they're under thirty-two inches. After a seven-day quarantine, the guests would be allowed to hang on campus and even attend games. I have no idea what that is about. But yeah, I'm... it'd be it'd be nice if they clarified. But yeah. <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> con continue as you were. All right. First. All right. Uh, Blazers guard C.J. McCollum has been playing with a fractured lower back. He has an L3 vertebral transverse process fracture on this place. He injured his back apparently against Denver. I don't remember him ever. Getting in a collision or getting hurt during the Denver game? Do you? Mm -mm. No, I don't. I'm try. I was trying to, re you know, recall to remember back during a Denver game, and I can't remember him even getting knocked down or anything. So I'm trying I agree. to remember. Yeah, I don't know either. When this happened, but apparently the Nuggets gave us one more reason to dislike them. They broke Caesar McCollum's back. 
But somehow he's playing. He's playing, and, and he played very well against uh, the Grizzlies here yesterday in the play-in. So we found out about it, I believe, on the, um, the when when Lillard scored sixty-one points, right? And CJ had a bad game against the Mavericks, and we yes. found out that night. Yeah, I felt pretty bad. And after. then he played against Brooklyn. And didn't he hit? Didn't he hit the game? Uh, he didn't hit the game clinching free throws against Dallas. I think against Dallas. And against then Dallas. how did he play he guarded, against Brooklyn? He had like twenty five points, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he and then, and then Memphis he, he destroyed them. Overt, stopped him from making the last shot. I guess. Right, that's yeah. right. Yeah, and then Memphis. It was instead of, instead of lower time, it was CJ time. Can you believe if the Blazers <laughs> win the championship? Um, It'll That's be a because it'll be because Karis Levert missed a jump shot. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they can blame it all on Karis Levert. Got too cocky and missed. Good, yeah. good defense by CJ though. Forced him into a terrible fading to the left shot. Did he force him though, or did Carrot? Did he just get cocky? I don't know. Why don't didn't know. he go to yeah. the basket and try to draw draw free throws or score at the? Because he felt like he was Michael Jordan and he could make any shot, so he. Went up with it. Didn't you, what were you thinking when they had the ball, time running down, shot clock I was thinking, off, why the hell isn't out? Gary Trent Jr. guarding Levert? <laughs> uh, why I is, was freaking why is, out. Why is the player with a broken back guarding, guarding their, their highest scorer of the game, their main scorer of the game, top scorer, on the last possession of the game, when if they miss, we win? It's like... <laughs> but uh, it, it we we survived. We survived. Yes, Thank we goodness. survived. Oh. Unbelievable. Had a couple, yeah, I need. I may need an AKG. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the NBA has announced its bubble awards for the seeding games. The NBA has decided to honor top players and coaches in the seeding games. Damian Lillard has been named the Kia NBA Player of the Seeding Games, basically MVP. Uh, of the bubble, it. yep. Of the bubble. Uh, Too bad. Devin Booker goes eight. No, he can't make the playoffs or win MVP. Hey, hey, he got he got named the first team. So, uh, so. <laughs> it's a consolation prize, right? I guess. Uh, yeah. So Devin Booker, along with Doncic, uh, Damian Lillard, James Harden, and T.J. Warren, yep, got named to the hey, TJ NBA All Seeding First Team. He he scored fifty three points in a game. During the bubble, yeah. Yeah, and uh, for the second team, uh, Giannis, of course, Giannis, uh, Kawhi, Leonard, Christoph, Porzingis, Karis LeVert, and Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. Good no for Lakers Michael Porter on, Jr. He deserved that. Yeah. No Lakers on either of these teams. Mm. Interesting. No LeBron James, no Anthony Davis. Yep, and those guys mm. played. It's not like they rested. Yeah, they played. I checked the box score every game. They were playing. They were playing, yeah. They didn't play 40 played. minutes, but they played. They played, yeah. But all these guys, they definitely deserved it. Oh, and Monty Williams. Uh, he was coach. Head coach of Suns. He was coach of the, of the seeding games, and he deserved it. No. I mean, definitely. nobody expected anything of the Suns. And no. But I told they, you there would be a surprise team, didn't I? Yeah. I mean, they about gave me a heart attack, man. They were honest the whole time, and... Oh, they were making me sweat, man. I, was, I kept hoping for them to get a loss, and they just kept winning and winning and winning and winning all the way to the last day. And that they Brooklyn won. game, I mean, there was no possibility 
at the end of the night on Thursday that we could get nine. We were either going to get eight for winning or, or we were going to fall to 11th. Yeah, and Booker was like, yeah, I'm a Nets fan yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah, he said my man Tyler Johnson t- gave him a call, told him to play and, well. Man, what a heartbreaker for play. Phoenix. Yeah. yeah it, uh, I mean, Suns, the Suns must have been watching that play with Karis LeVert and thinking, we're going to the playoffs, we're going to the playoffs. Well, even though they didn't make it, the Suns fans, they have a lot to look forward to. They have a, this, this nice up-and-coming young team. I guess. There's no, there's, no, there's no guarantee they'll be good next year. I, In I the end, their out. record was only whatever, 34-39. and 39, And they right. didn't make the playoffs despite being given the opportunity to. I mean, they were, the la- they were like in the last possible seating to, to come up and make it. And they passed the Spurs, they passed the Kings, they passed the Pelicans, who were supposedly had the, the easiest record. Easiest schedule, I mean, the yeah. easiest schedule, excuse me. So And, and the Suns um, started this well, didn't they? I they used started. to always dog them and I say, don't know oh, if they they're not going to turn they... out to be good. Yeah. They had but, a really good start to the season. I don't know if it was eight and zero, but it wasn't eight and zero. But it was it was like seven and two or something. I'm looking it up. Yeah. I'm, I'm bringing yeah, up. Yeah, they're the in a hot Suns. streak to start the season. Ah, uh, I brought up I brought up Phoenix Suns, and somehow I ended up clicking on a picture of a uh, Sean Marion. Uh, <laughs> oh, he was Suns. once the Phoenix Sun. Yeah. Here we go. Schedule. <laughs> Let's see. They started out win loss win loss win win win. They were five and two, five and three, six and three, six and four, seven and four. Yeah, so I think the height, the height of their team, they were six and three after a win over the Brooklyn Nets, and uh, it fell apart from there. Right. Yeah. Fell down to let's see. At their worst, they were eleven games under five hundred. Twelve games, and they were they were twenty two and thirty four at one point. Um, they kind of rallied a little bit. Um, 24 and 37, 25 and 38. Yeah, they really, uh, and then, yeah, so they were 26 and 39 when they got to the bubble. 13 games under 500. And then they just ran the table, but it wasn't enough. My goodness. Wow. Which goes to show they probably shouldn't have even been there, right? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but. But they tried, and they almost made it. It's yeah. it's, a, it's a heck of a story. Yeah. Do you think uh, they could have beaten the Lakers? I think they, they would have more of a chance than the Grizzlies. Yeah? Yeah. But you think there's a world in which the Suns would have eliminated the Lakers? Yeah. Wow. I think it's possible. Wow. All right, what else They're we got on very confident. What else? Uh, Carmelo Anthony has won the annual Maurice Lucas Award. Yes, I was happy with that. He was honored in Orlando uh, by Neil O'Shea and other staff from the team that came in. They they all met together, all the players that met together in a, a room in the hotel, and they did the award. And Carmelo <laughs> Anthony was more than happy to win the award. And uh, He said uh, he didn't, wish he didn't have to give a, a damn speech, but... <laughs> he gave one and it was good. So, uh, Derek Jones Jr. suffered a neck sprain after a collision in the third quarter of Friday's loss to the Pacers. Jones Jr. ran to a screen set by Goga Badazzi and fell to the floor in pain. He was put in a neck brace and taken off the court on a stretcher. Did you see this? No. No, I heard about it, but... I, I watched the replay. I mean, the collision didn't look 
terrible, but Jones Jr., he's not he's no wuss. This guy is a a kickboxer. And uh I mean it didn't it we didn't uh, on the camera you don't really get a you didn't really get a good view of it because you have, you look at it at bits and bad angles where you're What's his status? Uh he has a neck sprain and they're going to re examine him later before uh was it Tuesday when the Pacers and the Heat play, I think. So he he plays for the Heat? Yes. Is there a chance he's coming back, or is that it? Uh, he, he should probably be coming back. I mean, it's just a neck sprain. I don't right. think it's major. It's not a broken back. back. Eventually, even it, no. I mean, he might miss a game, too, maybe. Maybe. Uh, he'll be back, though, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Vladi Divok has stepped down as a general manager of the Sacramento Kings. Joe DeMars who was hired at the beginning of the 2019-20 season as special advisor to the general manager, was promoted to executive vice president of basketball operations and will take over GM duties until a new GM can be found. That's a good that's a good decision. Joe Dum- Dumars built the uh, 2004 NBA championship Pistons, so he knows right. how to do this. Yeah, and Vladi Divac, I mean, that's his no time idea. is up, I think, you know. <laughs> Oh, you know, I was wondering why he ever, how he ever became the general manager of the Kings. Anyways, I know he's part of the Kings family, but and why wouldn't he pick Doncic? Yeah, he could have picked Doncic. Wow. Uh, The Chicago Bulls have fired head coach Jim Boylan. Boylan went thirty-nine, eighty-four, and about two seasons with Chicago. The Bulls will begin their search for a new coach immediately. Chicago had already fired and replaced both their president and general manager. So it looks like they are fully cleaning house. Yep. So might we see some trades? Are they are going to clean house with players as well? Are we going to see some trades? Some players we should, if anybody wants to trade yeah. with them. I, well, I mean, I'm sure there's a few players who who are some teams are looking at. Like Zach Levine. Bulls. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be bad for a long time. <laughs> Uh, Mo Bamba will be out for the playoffs. He's left the bubble for a comprehensive post-COVID-19 evaluation. Mm. Bamba had COVID back in June, on June 11th, but recovered in time to go to the bubble, or so it seemed. It appears the big man may be having complications. Oh. See, that's what's bad about this coronavirus. People just think about right. the deaths. But there are people that get this, and it lingers. Yeah, it doesn't. this isn't something that comes and goes. It stays with you, and it causes damage to your lungs, to your other organs in your body to you know and do you know anyone do you know anyone personally who's gotten it no yeah either do i i mean i i have some friends and acquaintances i i guess i have some yeah, acquaintances. friends and acquaintances right yeah. but nobody i know very well or anything right yeah um speaking of which uh yusuf nurkic's grandmother hannah passed away oh. uh, after battling COVID 19 uh, in the hospital, um, may she rest in peace. Nurkic, my thoughts are with you. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for being here, playing for this team in this yeah. such a hard time. It's got to be such a hard time for you. And I know it's my thoughts are with you, man. You your family, not, like go back and see and be there for the family. But we're so glad you're right. playing for Portland because you're doing such a good job. You are your beast, man. Keep keep it up. We love you. Yes, we do. Uh, the Pelicans have fired head coach Alvin Gentry. Gentry went 175-225 with the Pelicans in five seasons as head coach. I guess they needed a uh, someone to blame for 
not making the playoffs with the yeah, easiest, quote-unquote, easiest schedule in the research. And he wasn't David Griffin's guy because David Griffin came on after he was hired. So I think David Griffin wants to get his own coach. But uh, maybe, uh, what took maybe Alvin King... What took them so long? Gentry had had such little success with them for so long. I don't. I mean, maybe because five they years were, and one one playoffs and one. I series, think maybe because they were rebuilding anyway. Well, this year they're rebuilding, but that sweep yeah. against us when they swept us that probably kept that's, us. That kept them alive what, for kept two years. Them. Yeah, that kept them. Give him some faith. And I don't have a problem but, uh, with Gentry personally. I mean, he was really great when he coached the Suns. To the 2010 Western Conference Finals, which, by the way, was the last time the Suns were in the playoffs. Against us, yeah. Ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, against us in the first they round. They beat us. Yeah, yeah, they did. We won the you know, first Alvin, game, Andre Miller. Yeah. But then they put I was there for the, I was there for the last game when we got it eliminated. And uh, it was tough. That was the series. Oh, you were at it. I was at the last game, yeah. That was the series where Brandon Roy came back in the middle of the series, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, and Amari, Amari Stoudemire was dirty as heck, man. Yeah. Oh. You know, Alvin Gentry, he's that kind of coach where you can't stand him as an opponent's coach, but he's a great, he's a good coach. He's, you know, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, he shouldn't have success with the Pelicans. Maybe he'll go coach the Bulls. They need a coach, right? <laughs> maybe Bo- maybe Boylan will go coach the Pelicans, you know? <laughs> yeah. You never know. Who knows? Uh yeah, anyway, so yeah, no more Elvin Gentry for the Pelicans. Be interesting to see which way they go with Zion Williamson and all the rebuilds. Uh, they're gonna. I think they're looking at more changes. I think you know we might see Drew Holiday go bye bye. Mm-hmm. New trade. We'll see. Uh, the Utah Jazz guard Mike Conley has left the bubble for the birth of his son. Mm-hmm. He will miss most, if not all, of the Jazz's first round matchup with Denver. Uh, and then this Utah Jazz also lost Ed Davis. Oh, I saw that. All their all their um, their off season acquisitions. Right. Because Bogdan yeah. Bogdanovich got hurt. Ed Davis is hurt. Mike Conley is having a baby. Yeah, not looking good for them in the playoffs. Mike Conley had did he, he had his baby already, right? Media. Yep. He was just born. Yeah, yeah not good, but, um, you know, it all comes down to Joe Ingles in the end. Right. <laughs> he's going <gonna>, to <laughs> go get all yeah. the minutes in the world. You know, they, they talked all he's the time about how they had six starters. They kept talking about not how anymore. we had six starters, not yeah. anymore. Well, they have Donovan Mitchell and Rigo Bear. So. Rigo Bear. So they have something left. Let's see what, I don't know how good that's going to do them against Denver, but right. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the NBA has announced officials for the 2020 playoffs, and unfortunately, Scott Foster is on the list. Oh, no. I just hope that he's not uh, roughing any Blazer games. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. He, of course, uh, officiated during the Clippers game when the Blazers lost in the restart. And he's just an omen, man. I don't, you know, if ever I see his name officiating with the, on the Blazer game, I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I know you hate him. I hate it. I can't, yeah, because it's, he's a snowman. We lose so many times when he officiates. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see what happens. I don't know. If, hopefully, we won't get him on any of our games. I mean, I mean, the refs have been, I don't know, it's been weird. It's been strange, the refs and the, and the restart. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, we're gonna go ahead and look at games real quick. Monday, uh, the Suns beat the Thunder 128-101. Dallas beat Utah 122-114. Toronto beat Milwaukee. They're still the champions 114-106. Mm -hmm. Miami beat Indiana in their first matchup 114-92. Uh, after some words by Jimmy Butler, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> the Lakers beat the Nuggets 124-121. On Tuesday, the Brooklyn Nets beat the Magic 108-96 to help them uh, keep uh, seventh place. The Spurs beat the Rockets 123-105 uh, without Harden and uh, a terrible Westbrook. Uh, Phoenix beat the Philly 131-17. Boston beat Memphis 122-107. Portland. Beat Dallas. Oh my gosh, what a no biter! What a game! What a game. Uh, I think I had about five heart attacks. Uh, it was just back and forth, back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I think Gary Trent did a, a terrific job guarding Doncic, stopping mm -hmm. him. Porzingis could not miss. Mm -mm. It was quite, you know, and it was awesome when he got fouled out. Um, uh, Kleber was just talking crap the whole game, and oh my gosh, he was hitting him shots. And, yeah, and he, yep, and uh, him and Carmelo almost got into it. I mean, it was just a crazy game, high, very intense. Were they already locked into the seventh seed when they were playing us? No. They still had they a chance of sixth. Six, so. In fact, I think they had okay. an outside chance of getting fifth at that point. Oh, wow, okay. I was if, wondering. If Oklahoma City and Houston had lost, no. If Houston and, yeah, if Oklahoma, no, who's in sixth? Who's in sixth? Utah. Utah, yeah. If Utah and Oklahoma City had lost, like, their last two games and Denver had lost, won their last two games, I think they would have passed them in fifth. Right. They were definitely playing to win. Yeah, and of course, they're always going to play against, win against us because uh, Stotts is uh, Carlisle, the head coach of the Mavericks protege. Uh, <laughs> in some form, yeah. uh, he was on, Stotts was the assistant coach of the Mavericks when they won the championship back in what was it 2005? Well, you were asking um, me about the stats when they coach against each other. The right. fort Stotts is 14 and 26, or now he's 15 and 26. Ouch! So that's still yeah. So he has a really hard time winning against Carlisle. So that's scary. Whenever we play the Mavs, because I know I know that. So that's in the back of my head that that record. Yeah. Um, Most of those losses, though, were when Carlisle was coaching Indiana, and. And Stotts was carrying the Hawks and the Bucks oh, well, okay. before they had worked together. I see. In Dallas, but still. Right. Uh, the Kings beat the Pelicans 112 106, knocking them out. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Wizards 126 113. On Wednesday, the, uh, the Heat beat the Rockets 108 104. Toronto beat Philly 125 121. The Thunder wait, beat wait, Miami. Wait, no, no. On uh, Wednesday, what? the Pacers beat the Rockets. That's what I said. The Pacers oh, beat you the did? Rockets. I thought you said the Heat beat the Rockets. No, sorry. I meant, no, Maybe I was seeing I Heat. <laughs> I don't know. I, I heard I okay. heard Heat. But yeah, the Pacers beat that. the Rockets, 108-104. <laughs> <laughs> the Raptors know why you beat the that, but... Sixers, 125-121. The Thunder beat the Heat, 116-115 yes. by one point. Uh, the Clippers beat the Nuggets, 124-111. Uh, Thursday was a big day. Mm -hmm. uh, first off, the Wizards beat the Celtics. They got a win. 
They got a win? They got a they win. They ruined it. They ruined it. I, I, I had predicted 0-8 for them. They got 1-7, so they, they screwed me on that one. But, and I believe Boston, uh, did Boston try? Were they playing? I think I'm were looking they playing at, their starters? I'm looking at the box score and watching it. I'm looking for Boston. I think like Tatum and all them played. No, they didn't. No. They didn't play. The Celtics started. Oh, boy. The Celtics started Tremont Waters, Javante <laughs> Green, Semi Ojale, Romeo Langford, and Ennis Cantor. I see. <laughs> With Carson Edwards, Grant Williams, Brad Wanamaker, Vincent Poiret, Robert Williams III, and Taco Fall off the bench. Ooh, Taco Fall sighting. He had Taco four Fall. points, four rebounds, and one assist. One steal and two blocks in eight minutes. And they they still almost beat the Wizards without their, any of their yeah. good guys. <laughs> I'm sorry I missed that game, but it's always good to yeah. see some Taco Fall out there. Right. Yeah, Taco Fall, man. And then the Kings beat the Lakers 136-122. They did. What is going on? They did. This is crazy. And then and then Memphis beats the Milwaukee, of course, without Giannis, but they beat Milwaukee one. John Morant and Valanciunas had triple doubles. I saw that. That got me a little scared. They, uh, I was a little worried about that, and uh, I mean, you know, uh, they both came to play uh, in the play-in, and we'll get to that. But in yeah. that Kings-Laker game, the Lakers let the Kings score 136 points, Woo! and the yeah. Kings did not have um, Darren Fox. They started Corey wow. Joseph. Um, How did Bazemore do? And uh, Bazemore did not play. No, he didn't play. No, it was Bell, Lisa, Harrison Barnes, Oxland, Bogdanovich, Corey Joseph, and then off the bench, Giles, Jeffries, Heal, Farrell, Brewer, Jabari Parker. Ooh, Jabari Parker was 9 of 10 from the field. Scored 19 wow. points. Justin James and Kyle Guy. Um, and then on the Lakers side, LeBron played. He had 17 points in 14 minutes. Markeith Morris, JaVale McGee, Danny Green, Taylor Horton, Tucker. Quinn Cook, Jared Dudley, Dion Waiters. Dion Waiters had Anthony Davis didn't play? Well, Anthony Davis didn't play. Dwight Howard, okay. J.R. Smith had 11 points. We're going to either love or hate J.R. Smith and Dion Waiters this time next week. Uh, Yeah. I'm not too worried about J.R. Smith. Dion Waiters, he, he worries me more. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, J.R. Smith is going to grab a rebound and dribble the clock out. I'm not worried about him. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, then Memphis beat Milwaukee uh, without Giannis. He was serving his uh, one-day suspension, one-game suspension for yep. headbutting Mo, Mo Wagner of the Wizards. If uh, Ron Artest, if Ron Artest had done that, he would have been suspended five games. Easily. Right. Easily. Easily. Yeah, that seemed to me like a more than a one-game suspension headbutt. Yeah, that was a big headbutt. I I saw the replay. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, dude, because they were in, they were they were getting into it, you know, on the play before that too. So it, yep. it kind of carried over and then into that. So yep. yeah, um, I guess Giannis is better think his lucky stories. He didn't get suspended for playoff games as well. Uh, and then Phoenix beat Dallas one twenty eight one hundred two. Dallas pretty much just like let them win. I mean. They didn't seem to be even playing defense or trying. They just kind of like moved out of the way and let them run down the lane and dunk and get to the basket and do whatever they wanted. So that kind of sucked after, you know, the tough time they gave us. They were so easy on Phoenix. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I, I mean, I know they had their seventh seed already locked in, but still, yeah. man, come on. Yeah, no, it was upsetting. Yeah. Put a lot of pressure uh, on us. And then Utah, of course, beat the Spurs 118-112. The Spurs, by then, so the, by the, the time their game started, had already been eliminated. They so had, they yeah, in. that's right. And then uh, the Blazers, the, had the Blazers and the Nets, they had to win. As the TV uh, announcers kept reminding us, they're like, if the Blazers lose, they yeah, are all, out. No, I know, all second half. <laughs> like every two seconds, they were saying it. And uh, the Brooklyn, they took, a, they took a good lead several times, and it was getting scary because they – they were so hot from the three, they wouldn't, I mean, I mean Karis LeVert, um, Tyler Johnson, all, everybody was just playing a part, and they were, I couldn't believe it. That was supposed to be the easy game. Yeah. What the heck happened? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but somehow, stopper. Uh, Damian Lord would not let the Blazers loose. <laughs> yeah. We inched we out by a point on uh, that missed shot by LeVert at the end. You know, the last three games... Of yep. the of the, were all decided on defensive possessions. You do re- you realize that? Oh, I did not. The Dallas game, the Sixers game, and the Nets game were all decided on. We had to, the Dallas game. We had to stop. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. shot a three. Uh, and yeah, and then uh, Lord the drew the foul. What's that? Lord drew the foul. Yeah, at the end of the Mavericks game, Lord drew the foul and. The three was didn't count. Oh right, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, and the Sixers game, we had to stop. Uh, oh, I see what you're Josh saying. Josh Richardson, because uh, he was trying to win it for the Sixers, and then the Nets, we had to stop Carousel Bird. So all three of those games, defensive possessions in the game. Nice. So you're saying that's pretty the huge for the Blazers. Clutch defensive team. Apparently they are. I mean, the last three wins were defensive wins. So. Nice. <laughs> Even though we let Brooklyn score 133 points. Even though we let them score 133 points. Yeah, oh my gosh. Gosh. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know if they're going to have that hot of a game. I mean, if they're going to play that well in the playoffs, they, they might win a game or two against, maybe against the Bucks. Yeah. Uh, Friday, uh, the Raptors, I mean, pretty much by then everything's decided. These games really didn't matter. Um, the Raptors beat the Nuggets 117-109. The Pacers... Beat the Heat in their second matchup, which gave them the four seed. That was a battle yeah, for so the four my, seed. Yeah, and which is funny because ironically they're playing against each other in the playoffs in the first yes. round. And so ironic. they played each other twice in the bubble, and now they've got in the seeding games, and now they have to play a whole series against each other. Yeah, with this they're gonna boys. hate each other. Oh man, they are. This is. Oh, we didn't have a good. fight though. I was waiting for some big. Oh, we will in the we will in the playoffs. Trust me. There's fight be between T.J. Warren and Jimmy Butler. We didn't. It's going to happen. In the, it's going to happen in the playoffs. Jimmy Butler didn't they're go not off be, or anything. They're not going to be able to play in seven games with each other without going off on each other. All right. Well, Trust I'll be watching. It's going to happen. I'll watch. Right, uh, <laughs> the Clippers held off the Oklahoma City Thunder one hundred seven and one hundred three in overtime. Yep. They were playing and for the, the four seed. Yeah. And the Sixers beat the Rockets 134-96. Yeah. Ouch. I'm, I'm guessing they weren't playing Harden, I'm, I'm sure. My goodness. So, um, they, I believe that made, Houston, that made Houston the four seed. Not that it matters. Not that it matters, but yes. Yeah. And then Saturday, of course, uh, the Blazers. So, they, they uh, the win against the net, I give the Blazers the eighth seed. Uh, and they're right in the play-in to play the Memphis Grizzlies in the ninth seed. Yep. Um, the Blazers would have had to play Sunday if they lost. 
And uh, it was a close game, and it was scary at times. Mm-hmm. It felt like we might be watching another game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but CJ time. Doesn't seem like every game we play <laughs> Mel. Somehow in the fourth quarter, we've fallen behind by five or six points, and then Mello hits a three. Or something. <laughs> it seems like... It's always, we have a terrible third quarter. We fall behind. They're leading. They think they're going to win. It seems yeah, like we're going to lose. Win. He's never going to lose, and all of a sudden, Damien hits like a half-court shot, and the other team's like, oh, crap. And they take a timeout, and they're like, in a t- you know, having an asthma attack and timeout, like, oh, my God, Dame's awake. We're, we're going to lose. And how many times has Mello hit a game-helping shot? So many times. So He's many clutch big. shots by Mello. Been so big, yes. Olympic Mel, And now uh, Carmelo has come out and said that Dame is the best player he's ever played with. Yeah. Well, and that's interesting. At the end of the mi- that's a yeah. big compliment because we've got Iverson, and we've got Paul George, Paul George uh, Russell, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Chris Paul, yeah. and then all his Olympic teammates, Kevin Durant, LeBron James. I mean, right? Come on, right. all his teammates, <laughs> all his teammates at Syracuse too. Man, and Dame's the best. Dame's the best. But yeah, it wasn't the the thing I loved about our win against Memphis. It, it wasn't Dame in the end. It was CJ, it was Nurkic, it was Melo. Well, that's what's great about Dame. Like, he trusts his guys. So he's okay with giving the ball to CJ to be the closer. And CJ Memphis was out was there so like, scared he's of, like, of, you know, like a pitcher in baseball, like a closer. He was, yeah. yeah. He was out there just closing it with uh, mid-range shots. Yeah, and Memphis's defense was so scared of Lillard at the end there yep. that it just threw them off when we were able to get shots and, and make them. Yep. Uh, it was, it was very much like the end of Game 7 against Denver. And it felt so good to finally get into the playoffs. Yes. Because, like, every game every game has been a must-win game. Yep. I mean, playoff games are must-win, too. But, like, every game, it's all gone down to the last second. You know, there's been no easy games, no rest, no no blowouts. It's just been, it's been tough and all the way. I was the telling Blazers you how do it bad, the hard way. I was telling you how bad things were for the uh, – the Suns, but our season was pretty grim for us. We were how how bad was it for us? Were we ever ten games under five hundred? I think we were at one point. We were. Let's see. We were twenty six and thirty five after a loss at the Hawks. Oh, you remember that loss? We lost by twelve in Atlanta. Ugh, that was terrible. We, felt we had so by... many injuries this season. Everybody took a turn being injured this season. We spent most of the season without several of our players. Yeah, it's been a, it's. So this is amazing to get to the playoffs after all of this. By the way, they include the play-in game as a game this season on Basketball Reference. Do they really? Because I was told, I heard the announcer saying it's not a, it's not a regular season game and it's not a playoff game. Because they were like saying a, so, it doesn't count that that's John Morant's career high because it's not a regular season game. Well, on Basketball ooh. Reference, it shows the game and doesn't act like it's anything. It just well, shows. it could still be a career high, but it's not a season high. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. No, but it would be his career high if it wasn't a part of the season, is what they were saying. Wow, do you realize we've won eight of our last ten games? Yes. And we, we almost our we last won game, ten. Our last game before the bubble was against Phoenix. Yes. We beat them by 16. That's the last close game we've had. Oh, yeah, before they went 8-0, they played us and we beat them. <laughs> yeah, and then we beat Memphis, lost Boston, right. win-win, lost the Clippers, win-win... How bad did you feel after that Clipper game where Lillard hit the missed the free throws? Oh, we should have won that game. That was our game. We were I mean, miserable, they, and what a great way to bounce back from it, right? They were trying. They were trying to lose. 
<laughs> yeah. The Clippers were trying to lose. We should have won it, but what a great, great what great a great way back. to bounce but back. But you know though, what? Right? I'm thankful. Yeah, I'm thankful for that loss because that put a fire under Damon Lillard. That's that woke him up. Yep. You know, I don't know if he would have won Supernova like he did if we would have won. Mm-hmm. We would have been remained comfortable and, but yeah, I mean, whoo. Yep. Uh. Beverly and, and George, they should not have said what they said. I mean, I'm happy they did, but <laughs> he said the wrong thing. <laughs> so you've got, uh, you're going to tell us how awesome your predictions were? Yeah, so my predictions for the regular season uh, this past week, uh, 14 and 13. <laughs> 51%. All right, well, you almost picked more. Uh, At least you didn't. Overall, uh, for the restart, I was 50 and 38. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's not bad. Fifty-six percent, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't do too bad. I'm and I'm always better predicting for the playoffs, which I'll do here in a minute after we look at the playoff picture. Do you believe uh, it's been? We're back where we started. The first time we ever did a podcast together, it was about you know getting ready for the playoffs for the 2019 playoffs yes. and doing predictions. Yes, I remember. So we're playing the Lakers for the first time in the playoffs since 2001-2 season, since 2002. Mm-hmm. Right, wow, and we were uh, swept three. We were, swept. we were beat. We were up by two with about ten seconds to go, and Kobe uh, dro- drove to the basket, kicked out to Horry, and Horry hit a three. Right, but this isn't the Kobe and Shaq Lakers. They don't have Robert Horry. They don't have Rick Fox. They don't have no. Derek Fisher. They don't. They don't have those guys. Nope. They don't have that. They don't have that. So. By the way, I was watching I some should... of those old Kobe highlights. Like he took the strangest shots. Like. Lillard makes amazing shots, but he's basically open and shoots really relaxed. He Kobe does. took shots with people literally on him, like yeah. in his face <laughs> and on him. Kobe takes the most crazy shots that you would not think would have any chance of going in, and they go in. Well, Dame does that too. I mean, he like jumps, like he gets the contact from people, and then he that's true somehow like throws it up and gets it to go in. Yeah. Um, He's so mechanical about it, though. Like, Kobe's shots were, like, crazy. Like, what's he doing? It's a bad yeah. shot. Yeah. And, and shot LeBron. In. What? Lillard doesn't, take, in. <laughs> Lillard doesn't take bad shots. They're, like, shots he can make easy. Right, yeah. Totally clean. Clean look at the basket. Kobe made these crazy shots where people were all over him. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, he'd be, like, in the most unnatural uh, positions yes. in the air. And yes. he'd somehow still yes. be able to get it off. And it would go in, like, yes. he meant it to. And yeah. it's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Lakers, number eight Lakers, will play the Los. I mean, number eight seed Portland Blazers, Blazers will yep. play the number one seed Los Angeles Lakers. I believe the uh, only time we be beat them, the only time we beat them was that year. Um, was it nineteen ninety two? Ninety two, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. Nineteen ninety two. Yeah. We played the Lakers. The Lakers were the eight seed. First round. We were the one seed. There were the Rodney King riots. Oh. And um, we had to play game four of that series. It was best of five. I believe we had to play game four in Vegas. Oh, I think we okay. won the first two at home. The Lakers won. I'm just, this is just off the top of my head. I'm not positive. And then um, we played game four in Vegas because you couldn't play in L.A. That's when they were at the Forum, too. So the Forum was like near a lot where all those riots were going on. Right. And... Um, yeah, I'm going to try to bring up uh, 
find out exactly what that series was like. But I believe, is that the only time we've ever beaten the Lakers in the playoffs? Did we beat them the year we went to, we won the championship? I don't know if we faced them then. Trailblazers play. I'm going to look it up. I think that's the only time. Let me look it up. Trailblazers playoff history. It's on Real GM. I know that. Okay, here we go. Real GM. Okay, so. Um, just looking for opponents. Lakers. Uh, we got swept by the Lakers 2002. Got swept by the Lakers 2001. Lost in seven games 2000. Lost to them in four games first round in 98. Lost to them in four games in 97. Um, this is terrible, dude. We have a terrible uh, history. And then there you go. Yes. Actually, it was, yes. Just like I said. In 1992, we won the first two games of Portland. Oh, and then they lost a game in L.A. That must have been the one in, in Vegas. And then we beat them in bit Or no. They won in L.A. They won, the Lakers won in L.A. at the Forum, and then the game was moved to UNLV, and we won that game. Um, and then we, we got swept by the Lakers in 1989. That's the first time I ever watched the Blazers play in the playoffs. It was game three, and we were playing really, really well, and I was like, oh, look, our Portland Trailblazers team's pretty good. And then the Lakers came back, <laughs> and the Lakers came back and won the game. I was like, "Oh, that's not fun." Um, oh, of course, the Lakers also beat us in the conference finals in 1991. Right. Um, so they beat us in 1989. Looking more late. Uh, oh, they beat us in uh, the second round in '85 and in '83. Um, they beat us. No, we swept them. Yeah, the year we won the championship, we swept them. Huh. We swept them for nothing in the Good. conference finals. So we've only beaten the Lakers twice in the playoffs. So if we sweep probably. them this year, we're winning the championship, right? I mean, that's <laughs> I, I'm, if I, if my calculator is correct, yes. <laughs> All right. And the Bulls were in the Western Conference that year, oh. and we beat them oh, right. in the first round. The that. first round was best of three. That's crazy. Yeah. Best of three first round. I mean, you lose a game, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the number two Los Angeles Clippers will play the Dallas, number seven Dallas Mavericks. Yes, they will. That's going to be a hot series, too. It's not going to be easy for the Clippers. Uh, the Mavericks are going to give it to Rell Doncic, man. He's a superstar. Yep. And Porzingis, man, he just he just doesn't miss. He can shoot the three anywhere. Uh-huh. Any shot, he's all over the place, and he uh-huh. doesn't miss. That's scary. Um, the number three Nuggets will play the number six Utah Jazz. I mean, the Nuggets couldn't have got a better matchup for a first-round series. No. They, they have to be pretty ecstatic right now. Um, and a, a very ironic series, uh, number four Oklahoma City Thunder are playing number five Houston Rockets. Yes. After they swapped point guards. They did. Uh, this past off season, so they did. It's, it's very ironic that they happen to meet each other in the playoffs mm-hmm. after that. So, uh, I will give you. Oh, hold on. The East here. Uh, the Bucks, number one. Bucks will play number eight. Orlando Magic and Orlando yep. Magic somehow always wins the first game. So, yep. Watch out, Milwaukee. Yep. Uh, 
<laughs> they just do. They, I mean, they beat Toronto last year in the first game. It's, it's yep. their rite of passage, their tradition. I don't know what you call it, but they somehow do it year to year. Yeah. Uh, the Toronto Raptors, number two, Toronto Raptors will play the number seven Brooklyn Nets. Pretty easy. Well, I would, one might say pretty easy for the Raptors, but if it, if, if they get the Nets that we got, that's, that's going to be interesting. Well, Raptors always lose their first game. And they do, so they might lose to the Nets. So we might see the Bucks and the Raptors lose their first games. <laughs> I can't wait for those games. Are those oh games, uh, are the Raptors playing tomorrow? I think the Raptors play tomorrow and the Bucks play Tuesday, I believe. I'm looking I think. at it right now. Yeah, we got the Raptors at 4 o'clock Eastern time. 1 o'clock, yeah. 1 o'clock uh, Pacific time on ESPN. Monday afternoon. Monday afternoon. Yeah. And then the number three Boston Celtics will play the number six Philadelphia 76ers, who I don't know if Joel Embiid uh, can stay healthy or not. Um, without him, they're going to have a pretty tough time beating Boston. They're going to have a pretty tough time beating Boston anyway without Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. who's out because uh, his knee injury. He had to have surgery to remove a loose body in his knee. Um, should be hiding bodies in his knees, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number four, Miami Heat will play. Number five, Indiana Pacers. Talk about a bad blood rival. Yeah. Rivalry. Oh, my goodness. Yep. That's going to be – there's going to be fights. and There be fights and suspensions in this series. It's going to it's gonna go blow to blow here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami versus Indiana. It's going to get hot. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Eric's brother on as a special guest in this episode, and he'll – Share with us his playoff predictions and his thoughts about uh, the upcoming uh, annual NBA awards. So we're glad to have him on. Uh, Jeffrey, uh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you very much. I'm very excited to be here. You know, I'm a longtime listener, first-time caller of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Jeffrey and I are in the same building because I have now, uh, as we talked about earlier on the show, I've now moved to Washington. And uh, I am in his little reading nook on the first floor, and he's in his office on the second floor. Nice. We're all in the Northwest again. We are. So. That's awesome. I bet that's better for you, Eric. Yes. Anyway. Yes. So, Jeffrey, <laughs> um, you know, you joined the two of us as being a major Portland Trailblazers fan, right? That's right, Eric. I've and, been through all the downs and the downs. But like, like me, you know, I... <laughs> You, you pick your other players when the Blazers are irrelevant. And I know yes. you were a big fan of the Miami Heat, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes, I was. But have you have you now switched to uh, Zion Williamson? Listen, uh, I'm still riding the uh, LeBron James gravy chain at this point in time as my, my second favorite player team when the Blazers are no longer relevant. Obviously, right now, when the Lakers are playing the Blazers in the first round, uh, he means nothing to me. He's dead to me. Okay. It was just a fling on the, during the summer. Yes. But uh, if for some reason uh, we were somehow knocked out tragically by the Lakers, I would be rooting for the Lakers to get there to see if uh, LeBron can add to his legacy. Right. So you're just not rooting for him first round, but then it's all the way. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll just be the first round. But if for some reason he, some reason they somehow inconceivably get by the Blazers in the first round, then yes, I would have to begrudgingly root for the Lakers because I am a LeBron James stan. Well, we so wanted to bring you... you in to have a... We just had Chris share his predictions, who are uh, usually um, very accurate, actually. And um, we wanted to come right in and get... I try. Your, we wanted to come up... Yeah, we wanted to come in and get your uh, 
predictions, Jeffrey. So since we're talking about the Lakers already, why don't we go right to the Lakers Blazers series? What tell us what you think about it? Man, what a ride. What a journey over this whole bubble situation with the Blazers. They really gave us a you know, nine game sevens over the last two weeks. Yeah. What do I see happening over this period of time is once again, more heart attacks, more strokes going on from us as we watch this team play, more heroics from Damian Lillard. But in the end, he's going to continue to do what he's doing. We're going to continue at an 80% to 75% win clip. This series is going to be over my friends in five. Blazers in five. Yes! That's my prediction too. Oh, man. Now, are you serious, Jeff? Listen, I've never been more serious. I just saw <laughs> what I've seen is beyond... <laughs> Seriously, the hard at this point in time, <laughs> over the last two weeks of what Damian Lillard has been doing over this period of time has been just insane. At this point, it's almost like watching Jordan. When you watch Jordan during like the 90s, and whatever game you're watching, you're like, you know, these games we've been seeing, it really looks like the Blazers are going to lose. We've been on text threads together, and I keep on talking about how horrible the Blazers are, but somehow they win in the end. And it has to do with my man, my main man, Dame Lillard, and Dame Time. It you must love hearing. Just like a clock. You must love hearing this, Chris. Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Chris always, is a diehard Blazer good to hear fan. From an, you know. Yeah, it's always good to hear from another diehard Blazer fan. Yes. Uh, no, mean, Jeffrey's in a diehard. Domestic... Jeffrey's a very rational, a rational diehard fan, fan. But like you know, he would pick the he's Lakers if he thought the fan. Lakers were going to win it. You know, yeah, that's interesting. Know, Chris, he's a LeBron play, fan. You watched the uh, the Bulls during like the nineties, and yeah, uh, did you watch them yeah. during the nineties? Where you... yes. Yeah, so like when, when Jordan was playing against like the Jazz, you'd have them in the in the finals being down by ten like every game, and every game you're like, well, Jordan's gonna find a way to win. It's and true. I kind of feel the same thing happening as I watch the Blazers play over these last two weeks. Is mm-hmm. Dave Lillard has found this new gear, where regardless of what's happening, he never loses the confidence, and that confidence really you know bleeds into the other players, and then the other team starts to believe the game is already a full a, a foregone conclusion. So if the if Dame Lillard's able to win Game One, and especially with the heroics did before. Look out. This could be a very, very quick series. Okay, now, um, what is the other series that you're the most interested in that you'll actually watch games? Since LeBron and Lode are in the same series, do you care about anything else, like Raptors-Nets or anything like that? I think, now, granted, uh, at this point, I've been really focused on the Blazers. And so I think the other series out there, I believe, is going on right now is Houston and Oklahoma City. Tell me yes. right or wrong here. Chris Obviously, and I will both be rooting for Oklahoma City very hard, right? Extremely very hard in that uh, series. It really is a shame that that series is not happening in Houston, Oklahoma City, because that series would have unbelievable tension if it was. It's true. Well, well, Westbrook is not going to be there for the first couple of games, so I mean I that know. could that helps Houston. That help? No, that helps. The, but even if you no, that helps Houston. Actually, no, it helps Houston. It does. <laughs> if you take Westbrook out of the equation, actually, you still right. have the yeah. fact that uh, James Harden and Chris Paul were these were doing like you know State Farm commercials together and now they hate each other. Yeah. There's something there by itself. Right. Even yeah. even without Russell Westbrook, this is a big deal. Westbrook is so to, good he, he at blowing games the, though. Yeah. Yeah, he was supposed You're to be right, sent to the refugee uh, seat and now he's gonna take him out in the first round. Yeah, I mean Harden doesn't have to share the ball now. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean not so, that he does anyway, but So who do you have winning that series then, Jeffrey? I think it's going to be a very tough series. I think that series, uh, because basically you have a bunch of players who really can't really get it done in the playoffs. And so you're going to have a lot of guys who are really good but just have kind of a choke gene. And so you have that going on at the same time. I see this series going down to the wire to the seventh with everybody trying to lose the game. And in game seven, <laughs> the very end of the game, you're going to have essentially Chris Paul pull it out. Nice. It's going to be heroic. 
Nice. I'm I'm all for that, right, Chris? We want the Houston to lose. Yes. We're not we'll really Chris Paul fans, but round. but we hate the Rockets, right? And we'll be facing the winner of that series in the second round. So. Oh, that's true. Which team do the Blazers want to play? The Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I think well, I don't know. <laughs> Houston. We don't. I think with Houston, yeah. with the tallest size. guy being what on Houston, the tallest guy is what you know, five foot nine. And then we have our guys out there that you know, they're just going to be able to just completely dominate the boards because they can't dominate That's the true. boards with anybody who's the same height as them. As Apparently, a Blazers fan, Houston, we man. probably want to root for Houston, but as a hating Houston fan, we definitely want to root for Oklahoma City. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I just can't root for Houston. I can't. Yeah, it's, it's not in yeah. my DNA. Nobody can. Even Houston okay. fans can. <laughs> what series, Jeffrey, is the series you will just not watch? Boy, you know what? There's going to be a lot of series I'm probably not going to watch. Let's be, let's be perfectly frank uh, offhand. But, you know, listen, at this point in time, is, who are the Clippers playing? They're playing... The Mavericks. Uh, Dantage. You know, I'm going to watch that series. I guess the big one is Utah. And Denver. And Denver. That that series, I'm sad. I'm sorry. That really is a true TV series. There's That's, no question about it. I'm we not watching said that true one. TV, yes. We start the playoffs <laughs> tomorrow on true TV at <laughs> 10 a.m. in the morning. We have the Nuggets and the Jazz. Jeffrey, do you have a prediction for that series, or do you just do not care? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even care. Don't I mean, care. I, I, honestly, the, only, the series I probably care the most about is I have a very morbid fascination. You, you mentioned, of course, LeBron James, but the other team I have a morbid fascination with, and I kind of hope they go the whole way, but I know they won't. It's the Raptors. Is the, is the 76ers. Oh, the 76ers. That's right. You're a I, process fan. I'm a process fan. I'm a total Joel Embiid fan. I yeah, love but can he stay healthy? Can Joel What's Embiid that? stay healthy? Can Joel, can Joel Embiid stay healthy? Absolutely not. No, he can't. <laughs> but I'm going to be rooting for it. I, I love to yeah. see this this story come to an end and some amazing win at the very end. But we all know it's going to probably be a train wreck. And I'm just at morbid. It's like watching a train wreck. I'm, I'm very excited about that series. What's your prediction yeah. on that series? So they're playing uh, Boston, I believe. Yes. Yes. Man, I would love them to beat Boston. I would love them to beat Boston. I don't see it. I no? sadly don't see it. I oh, have to pick that. probably Boston in six. In that right. um, what about, do you care about Pacers in the Heat? You know, TJ I only Warner care about it Jimmy because, Butler. of course, the bad blood that we have there between those two guys, uh, you know, TJ Warren and uh, Butler, Jimmy Butler. And I, I think that that's fun. I like that. I like Jimmy Butler. I, I like his FU attitude. So I kind of like the heat for this particular series i see them potentially going far i think that's going to be a cakewalk series in the end though i see the heat in like five. Oh wow maybe four. um so that leaves us only with well okay the raptors they're going to lose the first game right oh absolutely <laughs> always just, just to make it official i think, I think they're going to do it on purpose yeah. they know there's some, some traditions that just have to be out there God i think we them. looked it up last week i think they lost like 10 of their last 11 or something nine of their last 10 I thought they still lost 10 in a row. Did they actually win the first game of a playoffs recently? Mm, I think two years ago they won against Washington. Did they beat. They almost blew it, and it was like, oh, my God, are they going to do it again? And then before that, I believe they lost nine in a row. Last year they lost to Orlando, DJ Augustine three at the buzzer to beat them. That's right. So yes. I like the Raptors, and I'd love to see them do well. But I'll definitely be rooting for Brooklyn to continue Toronto's tradition. Well, they also have to be rooting for Brooklyn just because they have a transcendent talent, Karis LeVert, who just showed himself yes. to be the second coming of Jordan from yes. the played against the Blazers. It's true. Um, are you uh, 
what was I gonna? How was I gonna put it? Are you? A, do you think Toronto has a chance of winning it all? I do. I nice. certainly do. I think this nice. this is a very fun uh, playoffs because they're really. I mean, we, it really is great. It, there's a sense for the first time that we don't have that juggernaut of Golden State going around, which is just unfair. And on top of it, we have this strange situation where people basically have to sit for four months. So all the usual rules don't apply. Nobody's playing at home. Um, I think a team that has kind of a little bit of an edge because they kind of have a feeling kind of like, you know, that they don't really deserve to be back there because Kawhi Leonard's gone. I can mm -hmm. see them potentially putting on a great run in the playoffs. So I, I usually would count the, the, the Toronto Raptors out of back-to-back -back championships, but this is so weird, I could see it happening. I agree. I agree. So the only series, we, we touched on it, but you didn't give us your prediction. What's uh, the Clippers and the Mavericks? What do you see happening there? We're definitely rooting for the Mavericks, right? Oh, my God. You know, I, yeah, I just, you know, I just don't like – for some reason, the Clippers are a team I just don't like. Yes. And I'll be honest with you. It's kind of like in me in many ways. It's Everybody was really upset at the Heat when the Heat put together their super team. Yeah. And this idea that they're already saying not three, not four, not five, all that crap. Yeah. And I feel this team is almost doing that one way up because they're kind of they're kind of playing the whole year like they're already title champions. I know. They're taking games off. Yes. They're only playing half the games the whole time. It's like, well, we're going to win the title anyway. They've never taken the season seriously. And if uh -huh. they waltz to the title, I would be upset. I agree. Um, so who's going to win it all then? Well, listen, my dream finals would be the Blazers versus the Sixers. My second dream finals would be the Lakers versus the Sixers. I think what's probably going to happen, sadly, is I have a sense that the Clippers, sadly, are going to go to the finals. I think they're going to be in the finals. If I had to bet, I would say that, that Toronto is going to beat Milwaukee in the conference finals, and we're going to see a Toronto Clippers finals. And, and the Clippers will win the it? Final series. I do. I think Kawhi is going to probably cement himself as a rare fried air of being a guy who basically took two separate teams to the championship in two separate years and three teams to the championship total. And just this guy who's a complete mercenary badass who just simply just goes from team to team and gives them titles. It'd be pretty amazing. It It'd would be, be amazing. There'd be something about the story that'd be pretty cool. Yes. Well, I know, Chris, you want the, the Mavericks to win, right? Uh, yeah, over the Clippers, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. don't want them to win when they're playing us. Well, yeah. we want we want Portland to win, beat the Lakers in five games, like you said, Jeffrey. And then, um, how is I going to put this? Then Lillard and CJ go to the games, the Clippers uh, Maverick series, and because the, they can go to the games. And then when the Clippers get eliminated by Doncic three, Lillard can wave at them. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> they would so switch to that on TV. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do would, like Doncic a lot. Uh, wouldn't that be the perfect reason, irony? I don't like Porzingis, but I like Doncic quite a bit. Yeah. Why don't you like Porzingis? I don't know. He's got a look. Just don't like it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I don't like him either. <laughs> Chris is there 100%. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, Chris, with that look. I know. Yeah, that look. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just want to punch him, right? Yeah. Yeah. those faces. Uh-huh. Do you have any thoughts, Jeffrey, on the, uh, the, the, the season, the regular season awards, uh, MVP, coach, the year, rookie, et cetera. Any thoughts? I do. And I want to make, I want to definitely preface this by saying I, uh, I didn't watch a lot of games. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I don't watch a lot of games. <clears throat> okay. And so I, I will say that to start with, I did see a couple, but again, I'm, I'm, I like narrative. I really like story. And I know that, Basically, Giannis 
probably deserves the title uh, because he's having a transcendent season. But I think you can make a case, and I would love to see it. And I would be so happy, although I'd be a little sad for Giannis, if my man LeBron James took another took another, another MVP this year. So you want LeBron to win MVP? He can't do it again. This is his last year to do it. And he led the league in, in a in a sense. Sense. He was a major part of that team. The rest of the team is really not very good, as they've been showing during this particular uh, run. I mean, you have Anthony Davis, yes. But he he really is an incredible player for what he can do as far as being able to basically, it's like a good example. Damian Lillard's, Lillard's amazing, but he, he needs other people around him to be successful as he showed during the season. LeBron is one of those players because of his body type that can basically take any team and make him into a winner. And he did that with the Lakers. And they were basically equivalent to the Milwaukee Bucks as far as their season went. And I think it's really kind of, I know they have Anthony Davis, but the rest of the talent, you can make the case that Milwaukee's a far better team. I think the Lakers are a harder conference. He took it seriously the whole year. This is the last year we're going to see LeBron do this most likely before he starts having a little bit of a downward spiral. I'd like to see him get this particular MVP. What would be your ballot? One, two, three, four, five. Um, number one would be Lillard. Mm. Number two would be LeBron James. Mm. Number three would be Giannis. Mm. Um Number four, it gets a little tough for me at this point. Again, for a guy who really, again, literally didn't see many games at all this entire year. I'll help you. <laughs> J- James Harden led the league in scoring. I know, but I just, you can't give it to him. I mean, come on. It's just the same thing. He could average 50 points a game, and we just be like, nah, I just don't like the way he plays. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> can't do that. Yeah, uh, so I mean, what about, so you don't, you haven't watched a lot of games where you're going to be watching these playoffs like crazy with me, right? Oh, Absolutely. I will say this, when I watched the Houston Rockets play the Blazers, I did find them again for something about them. I think it's I think it's the Westbrook effect that they definitely with what, what Westbrook does to the team, it makes them interesting. And I do appreciate that about them. Right. Interestingly bad. Yes. <laughs> coach uh, real real quick, coach of the year. Coach of the year, um, off the top of my head, oh, God. I'm sorry, man. Coach of the year. We got Nick Nurse. You've got Nick Nurse. I think you have to give it to Nick Nurse. I'm okay. going to say that right now. You're totally correct about that. Not your, boy, not your boy in Philly, Brett Brown? He's basically done the same thing that Phil Jackson did in 1995, which people don't give him enough credit for. When the team won 55 games the year after yes. uh, Jordan left and retired. Exactly. In, in, I think 94. 94. Yeah, it was 94. Yeah. This is the same thing. I think that's really impressive. Yeah. So I, I have to give it to him. I'll, I'll see how you cannot. Um, and then rookie of the year is John Morant, right? It's got to be John Morant. I mean, I, I wouldn't make a case. But I really do like uh, my, my man Zion, but, man, I'm telling you, it was so depressing to see what happened over the last two weeks in the bubble. I, I, you have to give it to John Morant. And the way he fought so hard against us in the Memphis Grizzlies series, yeah, he's, he's my man. Most improved? Most approved. I think this is kind of a strange year, but you have to give it to Luka Doncic. I nice. mean, he yeah, went from I agree. being a strong, solid player to transcend it. Yeah, Agreed. you don't see that in a second-year player yeah. too often. No, his, his numbers are mind-boggling, and yeah. he really has a very similar game to like uh, James Harden and LeBron in many ways on the offensive end. He could uh, be he on really your MVP amazing ballot. Amazing talent. Yeah, he could be. Um, sixth man of the year. Um, I, I don't know. I'm gonna say Lou Williams. Doesn't he win it every year? Who knows? He does. It's true. <laughs> he does. Um, yeah. yeah. He is the sixth man. 
Well, He's I know I'll be watching. What was it? Jamal. Who was the guy who wanted all the time before from the Sixers? I mean, for the Clippers? What's that? You know the guy who won it like three or four times to the Clippers before? Who's a Jamal Crawford. Yeah, he's like him. He'll yeah. probably get it again. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, so I guess you're sleeping in and not watching Nuggets Jazz with me tomorrow? You know what? It's really going to be hard-pressed to watch that game. Okay. I'm likely going to be doing anything else. Okay. <laughs> well, then be on <laughs> if you want to walk past the television. I, I do live in the same house with you, so I'm going to have to actively try not, not to watch, to watch it. Yeah. I love the honesty. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks right. for coming on our show. We'll definitely want to have you back. Yeah, this has been a real pleasure, and thank you guys for doing this podcast. It really is outstanding. You guys are doing wonderful work. We appreciate it, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, I have my playoff predictions for you. Uh, Jeffrey was a little more optimistic uh, than I was uh, for the Blazers-Lakers. He said uh, Blazers in five. I say Blazers in six. Mm. But, uh, hey, if they can win it in five, power to you. Yes. I'd love it. I'll take it, uh, but I think it'll be Blazers in six. Okay. I think, uh, yeah, I think Clippers will beat the Mavericks in seven. Uh, it's going to be a tough series. I think, uh, I think the Nuggets are going to roll the Jazz. It's going to be a clean sweep, 4-0 for oh, wow. the Jazz. All right. I don't think Jazz are winning in that series. Uh, I think the Thunder will beat the Rockets in seven games. Okay. Um, though we might want the Rockets to win that series. I mean, I think we match up, because that's who we would face in the second round should we beat the Lakers. And I think we match up better with the Rockets than we I beat agree. We own so, the Rockets. I think we, 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 own we the beat Rockets, them three yeah. times this year. Yeah, yeah. And we like so, playing Westbrook. So I would be happy with the Rockets win, but I think I think they're going to lose this series to the Thunder 4-3. Yeah. I think the Thunder are better than they like. I think Billy Donovan, you know, he's on the list for Coach of the Year for a reason. Yeah. Uh, we'll see that. In the East, uh, the Bucks will beat the Magic four to one. Magic always win that first game. I don't think <laughs> that's this year. I'm going to give them that game. <laughs> and uh, Toronto always loses their first game, so I think they're going to beat the Nets four to one as well. Uh, Nets, I get the Nets that first game. So four one and four one for the Bucks, Magic, and the Toronto Nets. All right. Uh, I think Boston will beat the Sixers in six games, mm-hmm. okay. four to two. All right. And I might be giving Philadelphia more room than they probably deserve there, uh, without especially if they don't have Embiid. But I think the playoffs are going to be really weird this year because without the home court advantage, without right. the momentum Phil- shift, like we're used to a seven game series is kind of divided up into sections. You know, like when you're reading something and you read a paragraph and a paragraph, it's like we have two games. You try to steal a game on the road, then the series moves to the other team. You know what I mean? And you try to get home court back. And there's kind of a, this won't have that. This will just be game after game after game with no, like, momentum shift. And Philadelphia, they're a really good home team and a terrible away team. What was their record in the restart? At home? Or in just in general? No, I mean in the restart in general. That's what I'm saying. In the restart. Uh, I can look it up. Um, I do believe, I don't have this exact stat. Uh, but that the I could look it up for our next podcast movie um, is that the home team has been playing better in the bubble. Like if you're if you're the home team in the bubble right. games, you have your fans and your picture up on the yeah that they're like sixty percent or something like that. Really? But yeah, wow. yeah. Um, here I'm gonna look at uh, here. I I have the the Sixers page here on Basketball Reference. 
and I'm looking at their restart started August 1st. They finished 4-4. Four and four. They lost on the road. They won at home, won on the road, won at home. Lost to the Blazers in Portland. <laughs> in Portland. <laughs> then they lost two home games to the Suns and the Raptors and beat the Rockets in Houston. All in the so they did, do, they did better on the road. So they yeah, lost in the restart. They right? well they they did the same. They won. Oh no, you're oh, right. Four, you're four. right. They won three. No, they did better on the road. Well, let's see. They beat at Washington, at Houston, and then their two other wins were at home against San Antonio and at home against Orlando. Oh, so they split it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I think. Well, they only played three road games though in the restart none of this means right. anything so, because there are no fans in no. the arena but right, right. <laughs> but so the two games that we lost were away games right the boston was away and the clippers were away right yes yes i think i know the boston was i wasn't sure about clippers we uh it's funny so we went at home man <laughs> we i'm looking at ours i wasn't i mean literally when we were playing i wasn't even paying attention to whether it was, a, although they did put yeah, the Portland logo on the court and the Moda Center, right? Logo. But it doesn't really feel like it matters. I mean, we play this. We feel like we're playing the same. Either way. It doesn't really feel like it changes. I mean, it's nice to have fans up there. Um, yeah, we started playing on the thirty first. We played four home games, four road games. We were one, two, three, and one on the road. And then three and one at home. Yeah, three and one oh, on so the Clippers road. Three and out. one at home, and then beat the Grizzlies at home. So we're pretty good. Yeah, we could have gone eight and zero. We could have gone nine and zero. Yeah, it was that close. Yeah, I mean, we could have gone zero and eight too. We, we could have. <laughs> the way things. I'm happy are. that didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so uh, yeah. So I said Boston. I think beats Philadelphia in six games, and then uh, Miami, Indiana. I think it's going to go to seven games, and Miami's going to win it. Okay. You're not. It's going to be intense. You don't like uh, uh, Nate McMillan's scrappy Pacers. I mean, they could pull it out. I could be wrong here. They could pull it out, but I think Miami is the, is the better team. Right. Especially if they don't play Myers Leonard. Right. Is he hurt? <laughs> no, they're just not playing him. They're just not playing him. <laughs> They're just not playing him. <laughs> he's not hurt. You sure? He's out. Not that I know of. I don't think he's. I think I just think they're they're benching him. Wow. Too bad. You know, that that man was and, starting. And center. Bam makes him better. He started he in the Western Conference Finals last year. Yeah. I'm looking. Well, at not him. So we had I can't much believe choice, he's not but... hurt. Myers yeah. Leonard injury status. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Myers Leonard used to start. What happened? <laughs> Here, I'm looking at this as a, his, his ego might be injured This is an article from uh, August 5th Myers Leonard uses on hot Hotofhoops.com Myers Leonard used to start what happened Kelly Olenek and Jay Crowder have shown their value in the bubble When Myers Leonard didn't play in the Miami Heat's opening win over the Nuggets last Saturday Eric Spolster said I've not forgotten about Myers he is fully in our mix. It's just the way the game went tonight. This is one game I've not forgotten about Myers. Well, apparently, he's forgotten. Apparently, the games went that way. Did he play at all for the rest of? This. I don't think I don't know if he played at all. 
Well, this article hurt. was as of um, back in June. The Heat said that there's support on the Heat coaching staff to re-sign Myers Leonard. I don't think he's played. Um, anytime I check the box score, I'm going to look that up real quick. I think See, maybe guys, in the listen to our podcast. So in the we just season. sit here and look up stuff for you, you know? <laughs> You're probably <laughs> well, we like, we already know we he didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> we were watching. Yeah, maybe don't. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. He hasn't played in a single game since February 3rd. Wow. They had him on shutdown from February until the until the the shutdown and then he was DNP DNP DNP, DNP and for the last game against Indiana he was listed as inactive. Wow. So Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. He played on August 12th and August 14th. He played in the last two games. In the scrimmage. Oh, in the last. No, oh, in did. the real games. Oh, he did. Wow. Oh, okay. he, he. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, August 12th, uh, Wednesday, he played 18 minutes. He uh, shot four threes and missed them all. Five rebounds, two assists, and one steal. Zero points. Then he played um, Friday. He played. 29 minutes. So see, Eric Spolster did not forget. Like he said, so he okay. played in the completely meaningless games. He shot 3 of 7, 2 of 5 from the three-point line, 1 of 2 from the free-throw line, 7 rebounds, 3 turnovers, and 9 points. No steals, no assists, no blocks. So I guess Eric Spolstra forgot that Myers Leonard can't play. Yeah, I have not forgotten. <laughs> not good. So will we yeah. see him in the playoffs? Will we see him in we the might. playoffs? Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know either. I don't think so. Poor guy. Like we're gonna be seeing seeing Bam and <laughs> and Kelly Olnick. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Well, you know, he just hasn't shown it, man. He's had so many opportunities to show. Yeah. To show what he has, and he's. I don't know. He's floundered. Uh, anyway, uh, that's it for my predictions. Uh, I'm moving on to Streak Finder. Streak Finder. Finder. So I bought. Streak, streak you guys Finder. remember when we did Streak Finder the other day? I found out I had to pay for it. Um, <laughs> so I was like, "Well, what the hell?" Well, I went ahead and paid for it. Um, <laughs> I'm paying eight bucks a month so that you guys can do Streak Finder with us. Um. Here we go. What we wanted to do the last time was do something like two points, two rebounds, and see how many streaks people had. But here I am on Player Streak Finder. So are we saying exactly two points and two rebounds? Uh, or are we saying at least? We're going to say at least okay. two points. Oh, this is better. You can pick more stats. Than you used to. Remember, I say we could pick three stats, and that's it. I well, just want to know. I just want to know who has the longest streak of two point two rebound games. It's got to be a long <laughs> streak, right? It's got none be. of this. Like everybody's done it twice in a row, or anything like that. I'm gonna say regular season or playoffs. Um, I'm gonna say any season. Get results. Here we go. Like everybody's gonna be on the list that's ever played. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gotten two points and two rebounds in the most consecutive games? 
Well, I hit get results and I paid my eight bucks, so what the heck? Bear aspirin. What is going on? I paid eight dollars for this. It says you have edited your search criteria. Get results. Clear changes. Let's see. Let's see if this does anything. Um, two points. Two rebounds. Um, I did this right before a show, so I didn't like test it before. <laughs> but uh, current streak. Click our outs and stand with others. Longest streak of consecutive games with two points and two rebounds. Get results. Am I not like signed in or something? Is that why? What the heck? No, it says welcome to my account. <laughs> I'm not going to press any button and see if it just happens on it. Should I change it maybe to like just regular? Uh, what the heck, man? I, I think you broke it, man. There's so many. There's so many results. I can't compute, man. <laughs> Should I say four points? It's like everybody. Everybody's done that. It's like how do I compute? Did this? I break their thing, their system? I think you. I think you broke the system, man. Okay. We have to shut down for day for a few days so they can fix it. It won't even let me click on remove. This thing sucks. We'll come back to Street Finder next week. I'll, right, well, I'll figure this out. Sorry that we don't have Street Finder, even after I paid for it. <laughs> we'll have it next week, hopefully. All right. By the Anyways, way, speaking so, of next week, um, yeah. I thought I'd discuss this with you on the air. Do you want to do a, a mid a midweek podcast this week? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, like maybe a Wednesday night. Wednesday night. That sounds good. Kind of talk about the first uh, first three days of the playoffs. Yeah. Let's so do be it. on the lookout for a podcast from us Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Or if we're too lazy, then we'll definitely be back next week. All right. <laughs> all right so now we have questions is that where we're at yeah we have listener questions and comments how many uh, questions we got? how many questions we got seven questions and two comments holy cow all right yeah i'm ready for this so here we go uh can the blazers beat the lakers in a seven game series james <sighs> this lakers i think they can I think they can. Uh, I mean, it's just Lakers. I mean, the three and five and the restart—they're not clicking. They're not. They're, this isn't the Kobe Shaq Lakers. So I think the Blazers—they can. I mean, especially the way they've been playing. My answer is—it like, doesn't matter what's LeBron's thrown at them. Never, they, they find a way to win. LeBron's never lost in the first round. Ah, bah humbug. And Anthony Davis swept us two years ago. But it's always a first. There's always a first time. He's going to end up losing in the first round sometime. It might as well be against us this year. All right, then I'm in. And Anthony Davis, yeah, he swept us to the Pelicans, but we didn't have a bench, really. And they don't have Drew Holiday. And they don't have Drew Holiday. So, And they also don't have Rajon Rondo or Avery Bradley to guard Damian Lillard. Yeah. And that's going to hurt them bad. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. 
And we have plenty of bags to throw at Anthony Davis. So, By the way, I listened to the I No Dubs right. podcast, which is the yep. podcast by the people who used to do the TV shows, The Starters. And Trey right. Kirby on that show last year when we were playing The Thunder, before that series, he said there was no way we'd beat them, no way. Probably best case scenario for the Blazers is that we'd lose in five games. And he was so sure of himself, and everybody was like, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then we beat them in five games. Well, this year... Yeah. He has us losing in five games again. What? Yeah, so this is good. This is good, though. He's our good okay, luck Okay, so that means we're going to win in five. Exactly. Right. If he says we're going to lose in five, that'd be, I, I, I tweeted him. I said, thanks for picking the Lakers in five. We need this. <laughs> I get nervous right. when everybody starts picking us, you know? Yeah. Then suddenly no, there's I like, expectations. I like, I like it when they count us out because, yeah. you know. So yeah, James, I think we can beat the Lakers in the seven-game series, and I think we might. We'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a good, it's going to be a heck of a series. Yep. Uh, outside of the Blazers-Lakers series, what series are you most looking forward to watching, Jake? Well, it would definitely be Houston versus Oklahoma City because of, uh, I would definitely be Houston-Oklahoma City because of the matchup between Chris Paul and Westbrook, but Westbrook's not playing. Um, so, uh, sorry, I just had Jeffrey came downstairs and said, like, how long is this going to last? <laughs> <laughs> We're wrapping things up. I would be most excited yeah. about that series, but Westbrook's not playing the one, uh, the first few games, but, um, I'm always rooting for upsets. So I'll be rooting for Orlando versus Milwaukee. I'll love watching that provided it's not, you know, blow out in two minutes. Um, I'll be rooting for Brooklyn over Toronto, being a New Yorker uh, of the past. But uh, I like Toronto in later series. If they, I, I'd love to see them go far. But in the first round, I like rooting for the upset. Um, and what other series am I interested in? Eastern Conference? No, those are the basic ones. As my brother said, the Boston-Philadelphia series is definitely interesting. Yeah, uh I'm really interested to see Dallas play the Clippers. I think it's going to be, uh, it's going to go all the way to seven games. I think it's going to be a terrific series to watch for uh, high tension. Uh, and I think Dallas might be able to pull it out. I'd love for Dallas to be able to pull it out and for for Damon Lower to be able to wave goodbye. Oh, me too. Patrick be Beverly and Paul George. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yes, I'll be definitely um, I'm also, the Clippers. I mean, I'll definitely be for the Mavs. Right, yeah, I'll be rooting for the Mavs as well. Uh, I'll, I'll root for them as long as they're not playing us. <laughs> yep. uh, the Thunder and the, and the Rockets series also, because that's who, you know, if the Blazers do get to the second round, so they'll be playing the winner of that series. So it's going to be interesting, and it's just interesting to see these two teams played against each other after they swap guards, so we'll see what happens. Even though Westbrook's not going to be there for at least the first couple games. Um in Miami, Indiana, I, the bad blood's going to keep. It's just going to boil over. It's going to be one of the most intense series we've probably seen in some time. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see if uh, Butler and Warren can uh, contain themselves or not. <laughs> so yeah, that was my answer. Uh, <clears throat> do you guys think there will be any surprises in the playoffs? Any upsets? Definitely, there'll be tons. There's yeah. no home court advantage. Yeah. I, what do you think? What, what upsets do you think is going to happen? Mavs over Clippers, Blazers over Lakers, yeah. and some right. some uh, 
something I'm not thinking of. Something crazy like Orlando or Milwaukee or Boston over Toronto or something crazy. There'll be something crazy. There's going to no be way. something crazy. <laughs> and then everybody's going to say it's all just because of the bubble and there's an asterisk. Right. I've seen well, things where say. people have That's actually what they're going to say when we win. I've yeah. seen things people have actually said where they've been like, well, if one of the top teams wins the championship, then it's legit. But if they don't, then it's not. Which is ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, like I agree. I think the Blazers are going to upset the Lakers. I think Dallas could upset the Clippers. Um, it's funny that the Thunder are actually a higher seed than the Rockets because it feels the other way around, but it's it's weird. Um, so, like, even though the Thunder would might the Thunder or I think are going to beat the Rockets, it still feels like an upset for some reason. I don't know why. Because people didn't expect the Thunder to be <laughs> in the playoffs. Right. Right. Uh, and I mean, on the, in the East, uh, I mean, the only surprise I think is is the Nets and Magic may win a game against Toronto or the Bucks. Uh, I mean, we could see. I mean, we could see Philadelphia upset Boston. That would be interesting. I think that would be the that might be the crazy one we see that we're not expecting. Um, well, now we've said it, so now we're not maybe it, expecting it. Yeah, <laughs> now we're expecting. <laughs> maybe maybe Indiana over Miami, but I, I think it's going to be Miami. But yeah, I mean, there's there's bound to be upsets. There's bound to be uh, some surprises. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, is Zach Collins okay? What happened to his ankle? Will he play versus the Lakers on Tuesday? Will? I don't know. Do you know? I haven't. I, I All I know is that uh, he was suffering from ankle... Um, Soreness? Inflammation. Inflammation. That's right. So I'm not sure, like, if he sprained his ankle in the game before that and he was just still feeling it or much I don't you know I think they were just keeping him out as a precaution I'm okay with Wenyan starting Davis. against Anthony Davis I love Wenyan I love Wenyan's energy yeah I mean he stopped what he stopped Anthony Davis last time he played I wonder if we'll start Wenyan so, in this game on, on Tuesday right. night and that's that's our next question but we see Wenyan in the playoffs against the Lakers he had a big hand in us beating them last time we saw them yeah I think he will play mm-hmm. I think he'll play yeah. uh, I think he gives the Blazers uh, the perfect energy off the bench energy they need and of course he'll definitely um, play if uh if collins is hurt or if uh whiteside's uh soreness right. has come back yeah or if there's or if there's foul trouble i mean he is so versatile versatile he can play the four and the five he can play the three uh he, and he just goes after every loose ball he plays defense amazingly um he's still a little uh deer in the deer in the headlights with offense but he's getting there he can hit threes. Uh, you know, he just has to make sure he ma- he finishes those those baskets mm-hmm. at the hoop. So, but mm-hmm. but uh, he's doing he's he's a great he's a young kid. Uh, his potential is sky high. We're only going to see this kid get better. I hope the Blazers keep him. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a diamond in the rough with this kid. Agreed. You got to keep him. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> are there any playoff teams that aren't as good as they are made out to be? Seem to be, Stewart. Well, the Clippers get an awful lot for a team that's always resting people and acting like they're better than they are. I mean, yes, they're the two seed in the West, but I don't know. They haven't proven anything. This team hasn't played together in the playoffs yet, and I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, and they've lost games to some teams they probably shouldn't have lost to. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think they're as good as they are made out to be. The Nuggets, I don't think the Nuggets, well... We really haven't seen the Nuggets play 
a game where they have everybody. Right. So that's kind of scary. Right. Because Michael Porter Jr. is, is playing so amazing. But there's only oh, so many scary. shots to go around. Right. If Murray's taking more shots, then Michael Porter Jr. isn't getting into his rhythm. Right. And Harris and uh, Corey Craig and yeah. and Jokic. Yeah. yeah. And they got Bull Bolt. Man, and they got a, they got a uh, crazy roster, though. Uh, I don't think the Rockets are as good as they've been made out to be. Oh, definitely. And that's, that's and true. that's why they're not the home team in the that's true. in the series. That's true. I I know I listened you know, to a podcast in the the preseason of the the original season, um, saying that they thought the Rockets were gonna have the best record in the league, and that definitely did not happen. Yeah, I mean, I think their lack of size really hurts them. I know a lot of people say that, you know. Westbrook and Harden and all you know, other guards are, are rebounding guards, so they make up for it, but they don't. Right. Um, and it does hurt them. I mean, I know they shoot a lot of threes, but they also miss a lot of threes. Yeah. So it's, you know. Yeah. On on a night if they're missing shots, they're not going to win. They have to be, you know. They're a gimmick be on team. And on the whole game. They're a they're gimmick, gimmick team. team. They get to, yeah. They win by getting to the free throw line and hitting threes. Right. And if they don't have either of those, they they can't win. Yeah. Um. They're not as good as they're made out to be. Uh, on the other side in the East, I don't know. I mean, I think all these teams are pretty much what they seem. I think the Nets are better than they <laughs> are made out to be. Yeah, I agree. Um, and we saw that uh, <laughs> in the last regular season game against them. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Magic get enough credit either, but they're – I mean, it really hurt them losing uh, Johnson Isaacs. That hurt bad. Um, yes. I think with him, they might they might have won two games in that series, possibly, but or yeah, you know, done more. You know, had a better chance, but yeah, that hurt hurt losing him. Mm-hmm. Um, Philly, I don't know if they're as good as they're made out to be. I mean, they've had all this time to build this team, put all these pieces together, but they can't seem to stay healthy they can't seem to stay cohesive uh it just doesn't seem to be there for them i don't mm-hmm. know so yeah that's that's my answer to that uh let me have a couple comments uh ted k says damn it has been really been that long he's well he's uh, talking about the fact that we haven't played the lakers since 2002 in the playoffs so, damn it's really been that long yeah just doesn't years. seem right Yes, it just doesn't seem right being in the playoffs without playing the Lakers. Yeah, they are our true. natural enemies. Yep. <laughs> they are. Yep. They are. They're our biggest rival, our natural enemies. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's good to be playing them again. Hopefully we can beat them. Uh, and Virginia says uh, about the first game on Tuesday, she says it's going to be a good game. Yes. And I agree, Virginia. I agree. It's going to be a good series. Yes, good game. Virginia. It's going to be a good series. Yes, Virginia. <laughs> yes, Virginia. There is a trailblazer. And that is all of our listener questions and comments. If you'd like to submit your questions and comments for our next podcast, you can do so at www.nbachriserich.com. Uh, if you have our Twitter page at with NBA, do so on Facebook at the Trailblazers Facebook page or our Around the NBA Facebook page or, of course, at ripcity2.com. There's always a thread there on Sundays to submit your questions and comments. Thank you for listening, and as always... Go Blazers. Go Blazers. Rock with the dopest. I was in the stew all night with Marsha Ambrosius. You gon' say you always had it rockin' like a boulder. The real original was yelling, no limit soldier.